Welcome to Music Ed Talk. Today, I'm joined by Molly Buffard. Molly Buffard has taught private piano and voice lessons throughout the state of Virginia over the last 10 years. She's recently been the site director of Bach to Rock Music School in Melodian, Virginia. Molly holds degrees in voice performance from Longwood University and James Madison University. Now, looking to take her love of teaching voice science in a new career direction, Molly began graduate studies in speech language pathology at Northern Arizona University this summer. Molly, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Um, so, yes, as Akim mentioned, I'm kind of a voice student, performer turned administrator turned now um, um, <laughs> a speech language pathologist to be. Um, and so I started in music very, very young. Um, I started by doing chorus in elementary school. And that's when I realized that I actually enjoyed singing, liked singing. I liked um uh, back in those days, in the late 90s, I had a karaoke machine that had a little microphone to it, and I would set up all my stuffed animals, and I would sing them Britney Spears songs <laughs> all the time. And that sort of showed me my love of music, oddly enough, so thank you, Britney. And then over time, um, I ended up getting involved in musical theater, which is why musical theater will always be my first love. If you were to look at my Spotify playlist, it is all musical theater albums for <laughs> most part. And then I really wanted to go to school for voice. And uh, that kind of led me in this kind of crazy journey over the last decade. And it was just recently and maybe even a little bit inspired from the pandemic that I thought, you know what, I really need to be in a helping career that involves the voice. And I'm going to go into speech language pathology. So it amazes me to think about, you know, where life can take you. Because I even now when I think of myself at 18, I always had a plan. And my plan has changed many, many times. So, so don't be afraid of that plan changing, I guess I'll start by saying. <laughs> so what led you to being the site director at Bakhtarok Midlothian? So that was a bit of an interesting journey itself. Um, so after I finished graduate school in voice performance at James Madison, I um moved out to the um, Blacksburg, Radford area of Virginia and was teaching voice for um, an amazing studio called Central Fine Arts Academy. Um, I was working there for a while, but I actually um, ended up, uh, oddly enough, getting really, really sick. And um, to the point where I had to go see an ear, nose and throat doctor, and I had to um, actually go to a speech therapist myself um, to kind of rework my voice from this horrible and to this day, I don't even quite know what it was, cold, horrible, cold, respiratory issue, thing like, things like that. Um, and so after a while, I realized that I really needed to be closer to Northern Virginia, where I could be closer to ear, nose and throat doctors that I knew who could help me if I needed assistance with my voice. Um, and I started kind of thinking, where do I see my life going? And um, <laughs> as a mid-20s something person, I was like, oh, I need a full-time job. Um, and um, read about Bach to Rock and their mission and everything that they do for kids and started working at the um, actually Herndon and Lansdowne locations. Um, and so I spent a year working for them and eventually became full-time at Lansdowne within that year. Um, and then um, luckily enough, one day I got an email that the Midlothian uh, location or Richmond, Virginia location was looking for an assistant director. And I had really wanted to try to relocate to that area um, and have kind of a bit of a different experience 
experience. Um, and uh, my now husband was living down there as well. Um, and so I met with um, one of the owners as part of my interview and um, just, you know, knew it was the right choice and started as assistant director and then later on was promoted to uh, site director. And fortunately, throughout my time as assistant director and site director, um, the owners of uh, Bokhtarok Midlothian were really great in letting me have a small uh, collection of students that I was able to work with so that I was able to keep up my teaching chops and connect to the teachers that way while also taking on this new administrator role with this business-like mindset. Um, so I really fortunately was able to have the best of both worlds that way. What were some valuable skills you learned from these different experiences? Oh, that's a great question. There's so many. Um, you know, I think the main one that comes to mind is just being able to look at a child, listen to a child, listen to their parent and understand what they want and what they're looking for within the first probably 20 seconds of your conversation with them. Um, there are so many families who are trying to find the, the activity for their child. They're trying to find where they're going to succeed. And that was a big thing for me growing up. I tried gymnastics to this day, cannot do a cartwheel. <laughs> so we were like, eh, not doing that anymore. Tried ballet, wasn't super coordinated. So we nixed that as well. Um, since those two didn't work out, you probably can guess I wasn't too great at sports. So I always tried to try to find my thing. And I hear that, or I would hear that a lot in the voices of these parents who would call um, wanting their child to succeed in something because that's such an important feeling to have at that young age. And so our goal is to say, hey, listen, we feel music is for everyone, that everyone is going to feel confident in some way um, and feel like they're able to succeed in their own way. And so that was one of the biggest things that I feel like I learned is listening to the parents, figuring out what they were looking for. And oftentimes it was to find that thing that they felt could make their child feel special, which is so important for them. Um, I think one of the other really great things that I learned was really leading a team in a new way. Um, so I had um, an assistant director and associate director, as well as a team of teachers. And um, it was new for me to um, be the boss in a sense. It was different for me to not just be a teacher and kind of one of the group, but it was exciting for me because I felt that all the things that I had ever wanted as a teacher or resources or um, advice, things like that, that I had always wanted as a teacher that I was able to help provide. Um, and so that was really special for me to be able to do that. Um, and then, of course, you know, I think the biggest thing and something that I think all of us who work in, I mean, all fields really, but especially in music and music education is learning to work with different types of people, um, people whose personalities are not the same as, same as yours. Um, maybe someone who you could have never pictured yourself working with ever. You guys are end up being great collaborators. Um, and so it opens you up to all of these different personalities, all of these different mindsets. And when it all meshes together and everybody's working together really well, oh, is it the best feeling? That doesn't always happen. Sometimes there's little, what do you call it? Like peaks and valleys a little bit <laughs> in terms of the process of it. But um, 
I think that's part of the challenge of being the director in a sense is taking all of those personalities, taking all those skill levels, taking all these views and saying, okay, what strengths can I pull together to help make us all work the best? So for me, that was a huge takeaway um, in learning just, you know, that combined with all those other aspects that I mentioned, um, I feel like I could write a book about everything that I learned there. Um, but uh, those, I would have to say, are definitely the three most important things. What advice would you give to possibly music educators who may be running their own private lesson studios in your experiences of managing what was all these multiple independent studios within Bach to Rock Melothian? So I would say the first thing is definitely have a strong, clear set of policies um, related to your billing, related to your cancellation, related to, gosh, your inclement weather um, and your um, if you do any sort of marketing or take pictures or videos, things like that, making sure that you have a clear list of policies that um, the customer or parent in this sense is aware of up front. It is so important just so you don't run into any tricky situations or a parent being able to say to you later on, well, I never knew um, you have that uh, accurate representation and yes, I did have this all laid out. And yes, we did go over this. So you had a full understanding. Um, and so that is very, very important. Um, the other thing I would say is um you know, do as much work in um, kind of thinking. Uh, it's hard when you're thinking so much about the kids and the teachers. And this is probably what I struggled with the most is getting out of that teacher mindset and maybe operations mindset to think about future goals instead of being so stuck day to day, thinking about the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, and thinking about all of your specific goals for the school, for that timeline, because that is what's going to help you succeed in the long run. It is so, so easy to get stuck day to day because every day, I would always tell everyone who worked at Bach to Rock, and I'm sure this is the same for any music school anywhere, no day is the same. <laughs> no day is the same. Every day you run into different challenges, different opportunities to grow and learn. And that's the best part about it, honestly, and kind of going along with those goals is every day you're learning something. I don't think there was ever a day where I was like, oh, I knew how to do everything. Uh, there was always a day where I was like, oh, this is new in our system. Or, oh, I didn't think about this revenue stream that we could have done. Let's let's look at that. Let's go that way or something like that. And so there's always something new every day. And so if you're the type of person where you are looking for um, the opportunity to always be learning, always be um, challenging yourself. Man, is that the right field for you? Because it definitely challenged me and it definitely kept me on my toes. Um, and then I would also say it's kind of my last bit of advice there is to share what you know about working with kids, with the teachers, and be ready to mold some of the newer teachers that you might be working with. And that's kind of the fun part of it, is taking all the things that you have learned and all the things that you know have been successful and passing them along to this next set of teachers that's coming in. Um, and so, if it means making a list of, you know, if you're a voice teacher, for example, making a list of different exercises or breathing exercises or um, 
uh, best repertoire for different ages, things like that. Having those kind of resources ready, oh my gosh, your teachers will thank you. They will thank you. They will be so excited um, because I feel like we can all, well, maybe it's just me, but hopefully it's not just me. <laughs> I remember when I first um, got done at JMU and I was working at Central Fine Arts Academy in Radford and uh, it was my very first piano lesson with a student. I had taught voice a lot, but this was my very first piano lesson with a student. And there's a there was a moment in that first lesson where I was like, ah, I'm the teacher. I tell you what to do. It's like, you know, you have to remember uh, that sometimes as new teachers, it's a little bit of a shock to not be the student anymore. It's a little different experience to be like, oh, I create the lesson now. This is all me. And that's the exciting part of it, too. Um, So I remember that moment. And that's why, um, as somebody in that type of role, you want to make sure that your teachers are feeling as prepared as possible. Um, And so when they walk in that classroom, I always say they have the mental toolbox ready to go of little um, exercises, you know, lesson, basic lesson plan, a first day uh, piano lesson plan should just be in the back of their head so they can just pull, pull, pull and use what they know at that very first day. Um, And again, they'll probably still have a little bit of that aha, this is me. I'm in charge. I get to decide how this lesson functions here. Um, but again, that's the that's the exciting part about it. And I think having that experience makes you realize how important your role is. Um, and I guess, oh, you know what? The other thing I want to mention too with this type of role, I mean, obviously as music educators, we have so much power and potential to influence our students and make a difference in their day. And I always appreciated that and honored that um, influence because as someone who, you know, would sit up front at Bach to Rock and the students are coming in and you get to know them, you get to know them. What's your, um, you, they get to know your name. Um, you get to know what they had for lunch that day, who grandma and grandpa are, what their different activities are. And that's the best part is when the student walks in the building, you want them to feel like it's their second home. And I push for that so much at Bach to Rock because when I was growing up, um, there was a studio that I went to called Lopez Studios in Reston, Virginia. And anytime I went there, it was like just going to my other house, with <laughs> my other family. They were all there. So supportive. So amazing. They knew me. I knew them. They would ask me questions. They were genuinely interested in my life. And as a child, that is such a huge thing to feel that other adults are interested in you and interested in your success and just generally interested in what's going on in your life. Even if it's like, oh yeah, I saw, you know, a ladybug today. If you like a five-year-old tells you that, that's awesome. Let's hype that up. You know, let's make them feel excited. Um, and so that way, the next time they come in the door and the next time and the next time they just get more and more comfortable and they go, oh, I'm going to Bach to Rock. This is awesome. This is my highlight of my week. And we hear that from so many of our, or we did when I was working there, we heard that from so many of our students that this was their other home. This is what highlight of their week. And that's the environment that I would encourage other administrators in that type of role to foster. You know, yes, we want those students to make progress. Yes, we want them to perform. But at the end of the day, we want them to have a place that they feel they can be themselves. And I think that's the most, most important part of all of it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Molly. Thank you. Thanks so much. Music. 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 Music.